Well, Tim, as someone famously once said, it's not every day you get to interview your heroes, but it is my great pleasure to introduce for the very first time on our little show, my boss, Alex Johnston, Win News Director. Good morning, my friend. Oh, good morning, Brent. It's great to see you. I had to check what time it is in LA. It's quite a civil hour, I see. So I'm glad you've taken time away from the Cheesecake Factory to, jo <laughs> to join us. Blown away well, by all... Blown away by the choice, you know. You wait till you get to Baskin and Robbins, you'll have, you'll have a, you'll have a meltdown. It was extraordinary, Alex. To, to try and decide what to have was one of the biggest decisions I've ever had to make. It was unbelievable. Now let's straighten up. A big day Hold on, ahead. Because I, I want to ask your boss if he's disappointed that you've obviously taken holidays. He's is he working from abroad for Win TV or just for us here at SEN? No, he made sure the trip didn't affect uh, his SEN or Jack Jumper's mm. duties. But um, it's interesting, isn't it? He left us at Win holding the priorities. Okay. As someone texted him before, alluded to that the horse racing coverage has improved uh, a little bit. Apparently, and, and uh, Sophie Curl did an amazing story yesterday on the Bernie Ten. So we don't really miss him that much. To be, to be fair, honest. what about over the weekend? We just have a little holiday spread for the Win TV Brent Costello oh. fans because he's, he has documented. Oh. Every single minute of his holiday on TikTok That's so far. We could go with a full weekend spread on the great man. Oh, that organ that he saw the other day. and Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that was an experience. Alex, what is happening today, please? We know that the Premier is meeting with Lara Alexander and John Tucker. It sounds like we won't have a resolution from uh, Jeremy Rockliffe's demands from, what was that, early this week or late last week. We will be going to an early election as soon as this afternoon, potentially. Well, everything is pointing to an early election because John Tucker yesterday emphatically rejected what Jeremy Rockliffe demanded of him. And that, to sort of sum up for your listeners, simply is a new deal that basically guarantees the two independents' support when they go back to Parliament. Jeremy Rockliffe has said that he doesn't want Parliament to be chaotic. He wants it to be predictable. Well, John Tucker said, no, thanks very much. That's the reason I left the Liberal Party in the first place. I wanted to be independent. I wanted to be my own man. Uh, Lara Alexander echoed his comments as well. So they're going to go through this meeting today. Tim was a little early. It's actually at 1.30. So we've got to wait uh, a few more hours to find out. But based on what John Tucker said yesterday, I can't imagine they'll come to common ground. But there might be some theatre around it. I, I don't reckon... Uh, the Premier's going to walk out of the meeting and say, OK, we're going to go to an election straight away. He'll probably say, well, we had a constructive meeting and, um, you know, I made my points very clear and then they'll probably go away. And maybe as early as Sunday, uh, we might hear the, the Premier say, I've thought about it for the sake of certainty, we need an election. But it's tricky because there's Easter coming up. You guys mentioned before the um, unveiling of the Guernsey. I mean, that would have been something that the Premier had on his... A dance card from a fair way out wanted to be front and centre with that so it's tricky to find a great election weekend at the moment so he might just you know um, dance around it for a few weeks to, to find the right uh, date but I'd be very very surprised if we go back to Parliament because Rockliffe's made it clear he wants certainty and John Tucker's made it very clear that he doesn't want to be uh, a liberal lapdog again so <clears throat> Here we are. Who would have thought that the man in the hat from Lyons would be determining the future yeah. of this government? But politics is a funny thing. And if we do go to an early election, what does that mean for sporting fans, for the AFL team and the stadium? 
It's a great question. So in terms of the stadium, the process has begun with the project of state significance. And of course, that was a process that John Tucker demanded. So it's not like he hasn't got his own way at different times. I mean, he was the one that wanted it assessed that way. It means a much more convoluted uh, planning process than it would have been otherwise. So that process has begun, which means a couple of things. I guess the, the Premier will say, well, we're on our way. And then in Labor's case, because of course Labor's been quite confusing as to what it thinks about the stadium, they'll probably say, well, the process is underway and let's see what happens and we need to know the true cost and the government needs to be honest. But a big part of the campaign, I think, will be if, you know, and this is the if, if we go to an early election, will be the government trying to nail Labor down to a firm position. Do you support the stadium or not? And we've heard, I think David O'Byrne might have been on this show. He was saying that Labor's position's confused and they need to sort of front up and say, yeah. are you for it or not? But, of course, Labor will say, well, there's a lot of water to go under the bridge and we're sceptical and they'll probably try and have they're their supportive cake, of the cake process. and eat it. Yeah, and they're supportive of the team. Um, they'll probably try to have their cake and eat it too. It'll just be a matter of whether they get pinned down on, well, do you support it or not? What about moving forward, AJ, because we know that Labor has been against the stadium and Liberals have been for it, obviously, and everyone's had their, their side. Do you think the, the Liberals will really push that line that if you want a stadium, you want a team, vote for us? And, and how do you think, do you think they'll get more votes than people realise potentially because there is that strong support for the team than um, there mightn't have been before when the, we, we heard a lot of the people against it come out early, but then a lot of people got behind it as well. Yeah, the Liberals will definitely try and leverage it. They see it as a, a big plus for them. Yeah, I agree. Initially, there was a lot of loud um, criticism of the stadium. I think that's died down a bit. Of course, there are still some people who think it's a terrible idea and a waste of money. But in terms of an election-changing issue, I'm not sure. There'll be obviously independents who are clearly against it, and then there'll be independents like David O'Byrne who are for it. Um, so it'll be an election issue, and most candidates will probably be asked to put their, you know, nail their colours to the mast or whatever the saying is. Um, and then, of course, what sort of parliament do we end up with, mm -hmm. you know? Based on the polls at the moment, you'd expect the Liberals to win slightly more seats than Labor, but probably not enough for a majority, which means, you know, the crossbench comes into play. I mean, it'd be very different if you ended up with a Labor government with Christy Johnston and the Greens on the crossbench. I mean, this is all hypothetical because Labor said we won't do any deals, but of course parties have said that in the past and gone back on their word. Or you end up with a, a Liberal government with maybe Lambie people on the crossbench, which is obviously a different flavour again. So yeah, it's, it's so many hypotheticals, but not heaps changes in terms of the AFL team in the short term. We'd have to wait and see what sort of parliament we end up with. And, and if it was a minority, how does that complicate it? even more so well it complicates it because um minority government is so hard to predict i mean we've we've seen with john tucker swinging his influence what you know people on the crossbench with leverage can do i mean he's changed things already i mean so that would be part of the negotiating um the fact that the premier has successfully got the process underway is a tick on the stadium yep. you know and, and of course labor could have stopped that and that was the criticism of them was like, well, if you're not for the stadium, why would you give the green light to the process? And of course, they've said, oh, we want to see, you know, we want to know more information. So they don't want to be seen as the one that killed the AFL team. That's 100% yep. for sure. So there's so. no chance we mess this up, is there? 
Oh, no, there's a big chance we oh, make this up. I mean, um, well, the the big unknown is, can you build the stadium? Yep. I mean... Well, March 18, we're announcing colours, logo, oh, yeah. names. Yep. That side of things... But we've still got that no That side of it's going on, swimmingly. On I think home. the club is doing a fantastic job. Kath McCann is a ripper. The whole board of you know, making really sort of tangible steps forward. But that is a completely different scenario than building yep. an enormous stadium. On... But, we, but we don't have one without the other. That's No, I know. That's but the... I'm, I know, but you just can't click your fingers and build a stadium and it's gone into this process. I mean, the planning process will take so long. How patient will the AFL be yep. if, you know, after an election or whatever, they ring up Jeremy Rockliffe and say, when's this going to be built? Oh, well, it's going to go through these hoops. So now we're looking at, this timeline, I mean, that's the big question mark because yeah. I'm not sure whether you can see Macquarie Point from this studio, but I don't think the bulldozers are down no, there yet. No, like, and Brent's been strong on it from the start that he's he's a believer there's no way we have a stadium in time for the timeline that's been set out. I mean, look how long it takes to build, build other big projects. I mean, I think the timeline is ambitious, to say the least. Um Anyway, the, the head of Macquarie Point was out and she was very um, upbeat and says there'll be a concept plan midway through the year which will give everyone a better idea of its footprint and then exactly how much it costs because, of course, the $715 million price tag is sort of like, mm. hmm, <laughs> you know, probably at the bottom end of the scale, you'd imagine. And the federal government kicked in, what are they kicking, $240 million, but they're saying, oh, we want our money to go to the you know other parts of the project. So... That's still the big unknown, yeah. What about if it is going Just, ahead? How does it work? Sorry, Brené. If and can the government and how would they pivot and go to Macquarie Point 2.0 if that was the preferred option? I think the only thing that would shift them to 2.0 is if they got some feedback engineering or something. Now, I've got, I'm, I know nothing about nothing, but and engineering, I know nothing. But if, if they were told, oh, my God, this is going to cost so much more because of this the work we have to do to the site and then the same people say you know the regatta point option is less of a hindrance but that's a huge project too i mean you you're building it over the water i mean both sites have you know from a layman's point of view seem to have big challenges ahead of them but yeah it would take something fairly monumental for the government to shift labor may come out behind the regatta point one or at least say that would be their preferred option yep. um but still their main concern is the price tag and the priorities of spending and that sort of thing and either stadium is going to be very expensive for the taxpayer fascinating day ahead we could talk about this all day aj but you can catch all the latest on the mighty win news tonight from 5 30 and uh, you'll be right across it, no doubt. Uh, it's going to be an interesting old day. But as you say, AJ, it mightn't be the the answer we're looking for today, but you feel like an early, early election isn't too far away. Thanks for your time this morning, great man. Absolute pleasure joining you. Thank you so much for the invitation. I'm, you know, I'm here when you need me. <laughs> Alex Johnston, Win News News Director, joining us to talk all things politics. And he does it very, very well indeed. You can get us on the Harcourt's open line this morning. Call us 1342 1533 or send us a text 0437 It's SEN Tassie Breakfast powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. Here is new sport and weather.